Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back, friend of mine. He is the sheriff of Pinal County, Arizona. It's Mark Lamb. Mark, how are you? Good to see you. Doing good, Joe. It's always good to be on your show. I love it. Running uh, for U.S. Senate, go to SheriffLambForSenate.com, and it's F-O-R, SheriffLambForSenate.com, and go support his candidacy there. Earlier in the program, Mark, I showed this video that you're familiar with of, of some, uh, I guess, uh, anti-fossil fuels dorks, climate change people, blocking a road in Nevada. The road looks a lot like some of the roads I've been on in Arizona, so it, it was reminiscent of that for me. But I'm watching it, and this sheriff's deputy warns them, gives them 30 seconds to move. They don't. And he crashes through their trailer that they had blocking the road and jumps out of the car and arrests them all. Now, that seems to be, you know, a quick justice to me. And, and, and I got to tell you, I am super proud of that guy because these people were stopping the freedom and liberty of people for miles on this road just to prove some stupid point. What did you think when you saw that? I know that you've seen the video. Well, I loved it. And first of all, I think it was probably an Indian reservation, okay. why they were rangers. Now, if it was an Indian reservation, those protesters have no rights. Um, even as it is, you're not you're not allowed to just sit in the road and impede traffic and do those things. There are laws that prohibit that. And uh, you can stand on the side of the road and you can hold signs. You can do what you want. But standing in the middle of the road and blocking traffic is is uh, illegal in some places, certainly a uh, civil violation. So I like the fact that he broke it up until we start doing this. We're just going to see more and more of these these climate terrorists that yeah. are trying to shove their agenda down our throats. What's strange to me is that I would think they wouldn't stop traffic because now everybody's idling with their internal combustion engines and they're probably just sitting in place, polluting in place. Let, let them go where they're going and shut their cars off. So it kind of defeats the purpose anyway. But I've always thought about it this way. If somebody's blocking the road, you call the police. The police should come and unblock the road. The problem is most people aren't like you. Well, a lot of police aren't like you. A lot of police aren't like the guy that broke it up today. A lot of them will come out and say, well, they've, they've got their First Amendment right to peaceably protest. Mark, they, they are not peaceably protesting legally by blocking my way to, to travel freely, are they? Well, they're disturbing the peace and quiet of people. They're not allowing you to travel freely. They are obstructing traffic. They're doing a lot of different things. That, and they're, their failure to uh, listen to a lawful command when the police give them a lawful command that says, get out of the road, and you don't adhere to it, that's a criminal violation. And so I thought what he did was right, and uh, we need to send a strong message that we cannot tolerate illegal behavior, whether it's on the border, whether it's blocking traffic in the middle of nowhere, and in, in right. wherever it is, we can't tolerate it. And if this was a reservation, those folks, they were well outside of what they are allowed to do. And those uh, rangers were perfectly within their rights on a reservation because those folks had zero rights out there. Sheriff uh, Lamb for Senate.com, Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com, and Sheriff Mark Lamb in Alcani, Arizona. I've seen my people in Italy. I saw a piece of video from Italy where the Italians got out and dragged the people off the road and just kept on driving. Uh, I'm not saying that you're suggesting we do that, but what if the police get there and won't do anything? What is the recourse for an American citizen? Well, I mean, I, I think that the American citizen has the right to travel on a roadway that was designed for travel, yes. not sitting on the roadway. For one, it poses a very, it's a its a life and death issue for those people sitting in the roadway. You know, frankly, you can make a case that you were saving them as well. Sitting in the roadway, they, they open themselves up to being run over by a vehicle. Yeah. 
So removing them from the roadway is actually the humane and decent thing to do. These folks, there's other ways that they can protest and, and push their agendas. Sitting in the roadway is not one of them. The, uh, the border, uh, let's switch to the border. It's Sheriff Mark Lamb. The border is so broken. I saw some video out of Yuma the other day where a reporter, I think Allie Bradley, went there and and I guess the Biden administration has opened the gate. Um, and I think that this is something that they do every year. This is something because of weather that they open the gate. But now they're literally allowing anybody who wants to come here illegally to come through the open gates in Arizona, even though they're welded open, I think, for weather, monsoon season, whatever it is. At the end of the day, Mark, are they literally telling people, come on through, we're, we're, we're good, just come on over? That's absolutely happening. They do open those gates open for, during monsoon season. Um, they welded these open, but that's not the worst part. The worst part is they're just letting them flow in. Um, and look, Joe, I heard the other day from Border Patrol that of the people from special interest countries, which are going to be a lot of your places where terrorism abounds, um, Russia, China, that they're only vetting 5% of those people. That should be appalling wow. to American. That is a serious national security threat. And uh, when you see these gates open, you just think about all those people that don't love America coming in right through those floodgates. It is. It should be alarming to every single one of us. Are, are you talking actively with Katie Hobbs, the new governor there? Uh, are you talking to the Biden administration? Is anybody talking about stopping the flow? Because we see what's happening in New York. They're freaking out over 100,000 illegals. I mean, now it's a, Mark, it's a freak out. They're camping out at Gracie Mansion, which is where the, where the governor is, and where they're camping out at the mayor's office. They're trying to, the New Yorkers who are very, very blue, want to send all of them back. They're literally chanting in the streets of New York, send them back. In Arizona, where you are, Texas, where I am, we're taking the brunt of it. Have you heard from the governor? Have you heard from the president? No, no, we're not hearing from the governor. I mean, the governor has met with us a couple times, kind of placates to us. The president, no, we're not hearing anything from them. Uh, they're not interested in stopping this problem. Uh, you, you know, they're, this is part of their plan. And so I think the governor is trying to give a half-hearted effort um, I appreciate what she has done, but she could certainly do a lot more. And uh, I think most Arizonans and and, and uh, Americans expect us to do more down here in Arizona. Mark, do you think that they're just not smart enough to understand that people are dying trying to come here? I mean, you've got people floating in the river. So Texas put in the barriers, the buoys, that 70% decrease in drownings, by the way, since the buoys have been put up. You've got leftist people like... Joaquin Castro, who's a U.S. representative, and other leftists in this country that are alleging that the buoys are making it more dangerous. Wouldn't it make more sense to stop people from dying going through the desert? Wouldn't it make more sense to stop them from drowning and maybe give them a proper path? Yeah, it absolutely would be make more sense. There's been, I think the, I saw the number today through July, 628 deaths thus far wow. from people trying to cross the border. Last month here in just the Tucson sector, I think it was 28, and it was a total of 69, I think. It was 66 or 69 deaths just last month alone. It has been very hot in Arizona, um, and these people are dying out in our deserts as well. So uh, you would think the humane thing to do would be to say don't come across, but their policies continue to encourage people to come across. It is uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Arizona. Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com. Sheriff Lamb, F-O-R, Senate.com. Make sure you, you check out his, uh, his website. Let's talk about the Senate run. We've talked about this a lot. Should you get in there, I know you'll be a loud voice. You're not a guy that backs down. You've got a very, very firm backbone. But what can one senator from one state do? Can you do anything? So, look, Joe, I always ask people, how many people stood in front of the tanks in Tiananmen Square? Right. 
It was, it was one. Yeah. One person. And it changed the dynasty because there were other people that believed the same way that he did. But it took one with enough courage to stand up for it. And look, I am that we the people candidate. I, I got these other people that say, well, we don't know if we like what you're saying, so we're not ready to support you. You know, I don't care if those big money people want to support me or not. I just want the people, the normal, average day, every American to support me. That's how we take this country back. We the people, the founding fathers understood it. So please come support me at sheriffland.com. That $20, $30 donation, $100 contribution means more to me than a than a $6,600 contribution from some rich guy who wants to play in politics. And this is why our country's in the state that it's in. Yeah. So please, I'm going to say what we needs to be said and uh, what's right by the American people, and hopefully the people will support me in that. Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com. Sheriff Lamb, F-O-R, Senate.com. Go in uh, and support Sheriff Mark Lamb. Let's talk about mask mandates. I'm hearing about, oh, there's a new strain and a new this and a new variant, and we're all going to have to mask up soon. In fact, there's one college in Georgia that's making people wear masks already. Mark, I'm not doing it. I didn't do it the first time. I'm not doing it this time. There is no reason COVID is smaller than the openings in the mask. It's just to placate people. It's a placebo. What do you do as a sheriff if they say mask mandates are back? Well, I put out a video the other day and I said, let me put it as simple as possible in the most American way possible. No, I'm not doing it. And as sheriff, we're not doing it either. Look, not only did I not fall for it the first time, this since then we've had all these different people come out and say the mask didn't work, the vaccines didn't work. And there's this is what they think of the American people. These elitists think that we're so stupid that we're going to fall for the same thing again, even though we know that the science did not support anything they stood for the first time. So, no, we're not doing it. As a sheriff, I'm not going to do it. And my deputies won't be pushing any of that nonsense either. There were games about mail-in balloting because of COVID, and it's not lost on me that we're about a year and a little bit away from an election. Uh, Is this gamesmanship, Mark? What do you think is going on here? Absolutely. I don't know how you can't look at it and say it's not gamesmanship. You know, they've waited till the election cycle, and now we're going to see probably this and who knows what else they're going to bring out. Um, Look at what they've done to President Trump thus far, and look what they continue to do to anybody who stands against them. They continue to send a message that if, 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 if your politics don't improve, the beatings will continue. And that's what they that they are doing. And they're going to probably come up with COVID or something else that will affect this election. And we, the people, need to say, no, we're not having it. Yeah, it's time. Get them Go ahead. Out. No, no, it's, it's true. We've got to stand up for what's right versus what's not right. We have learned a lot since 2019, 2020, when COVID first came around. And what we learned was, as you said, a lot of questions about the shots, a lot of questions about masking just doesn't work. Even the N95 masks aren't that effective. They were, they were made for like construction sites. It doesn't make any sense other than covering our faces. We don't talk to each other. It divides us and it makes us easier to control. Do you see it the same way? Absolutely. This is a control technique. This is, look, they're implementing socialism and communism in this country. And these are the ways by which they do it. They make government so important to everybody's everyday life. And the reality is government is not the answer. They are the problem. And the more we eliminate government from our daily lives, the better off we will be. So starting with COVID, eliminate government. Um, If you want to have local people make decisions, you you can vote those people out a lot easier. But the federal government is not the answer whether it's COVID, whether it's the economy, any of those things, they are the problem. 
It's uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb. Go to Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com. Sheriff Lamb, F-O-R, Senate.com. Go and support him there. What, one last topic. The government, the central government in Washington is going after our gas stoves, going after our dishwashers, going after our clothes dryers, going after our how we light our houses. They want us to use solar panels and everything. Is there really this energy crisis? And is the answer really just getting rid of everything that we know and love? No, the big donors of, of the Democrat Party and the elites in this country are people that own solar companies. When, when uh uh, those windmill things that don't work for crap, right. uh, electric cars, all the things. This climate change stuff is being pushed on to sell more climate products that their donors uh, own those companies for. And frankly, we're seeing more and more how these products don't work. And a lot of times to get those those products, like a electric car battery, what it takes to get the, the products that it takes to make that car um, cause more carbon output. And yes, it's very inhumane when you see how it's done in other countries. Yeah, in Africa, they're using slave labor to go and get the materials needed. You're absolutely right about that. But Mark, what bothers me the most, I think those watching and listening, is that they'll say we're going after your gas stove. And we'll say, hey, man, you can't go, over our, uh, go after our gas stove. And then they say, we're not. Don't listen to that. That's a lie. They're making it up. And then the entire state of New York bans any new gas hookups. Mark, they're, they're telling us what they're going to do. Then they lie that they're not going to do it. Then they're doing it anyway. As a senator, what do you do about that? Well, I think you keep the federal government out of what the states do. I think that we've got to divide. This Capitalism was always meant to keep government in check. Now capitalism and government have merged together, and they're both pushing their agenda so that they can make all the money and leave the rest of us out to dry. Right. And I, taxes to death. And so what we need to start doing is getting business and capitalism out of government and let's push government and out, out as much out of our lives as possible, especially when it comes to restrictions on all these companies and let the economy itself work itself out. Like if, if the uh, economy doesn't want ceiling fans, let the economy decide that, not the government. This is just another effort to, to pad the pockets of their friends. Uh, and the elites up in Washington, D.C. and across this country. And he's not kidding. They're going after your ceiling fans now. That That's for real. Sheriff Lamb for Senate.com. Sheriff Lamb, F-O-R, Senate.com. Go and consume all the social media that he does. What is it? Fridays with Frank? That keeps on popping up now, which I think is awesome as well. Follow him, American Sheriff, everywhere too. Uh, Mark, thanks a million. Let's do this again very soon. So many topics flying at us all the time, and I'm always like, we got to get Mark. So I appreciate you making time today. Thank you. You know, I'm down anytime, Joe. And thank you to all your listeners. God bless this country. It's the best country in the world. And we need people like me to go support it in Washington, D.C., SheriffLamforSenate.com. Donate what you can today. Get to that website. Go and support him, SheriffLamforSenate.com. Mark, thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. The video that I was talking to the sheriff about, where the protesters were pushed out of the way by the Nevada sheriff or the, the ranger, whoever it was, that is up on my social medias. Go to uh, Joe Talk Show on YouTube, on Instagram, Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W, or Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S, no periods, no, pronun- uh, no, no um, punctuation, just J-O-E-P-A-G-S, over on TikTok. Go see that there. The ceiling fan story is one we haven't gotten to yet. Kara, if you don't mind, fill us in. 
From the Daily Mail, the Department of Energy has defended its plan to introduce new requirements for ceiling fans, insisting they would save households energy after Republicans claim the rules would put manufacturers out of business. Under the new proposal, the maximum estimated energy consumption for large diameter and belt-driven ceiling fans would be decreased. The Energy Department believes ceiling fans, which comply with the new rules, would save households about $39 over their lifespan, saving of 40 percent and cost customers around $10 more for each fan. They say the $10 cost will be offset within four years. However, the cost of manufacturers associated with the increased equipment will total $86.6 million per year, the department said. Roger Williams, a Republican from Texas who chairs the House Small Business Committee, wrote to Jennifer Granholm, the Energy Secretary, on Thursday to demand they rethink the plan. This rule would require numerous small business fan manufacturers to redesign their products and may put between 10 and 30 percent of small business ceiling fan manufacturers out of business, wrote Williams and his colleagues. It appears the Department of Energy may not have properly considered small entities during this rulemaking process. Carrie, thank you. So just just so that we're clear on this, leave our ceiling fans the hell alone. Leave our gas stoves the hell alone. Leave our internal combustion engines and our our gas-powered cars and lawnmowers alone. Enough. we got climate experts on all the time. 98% of the carbon dioxide is not being put out by us. It's like 2% from us. Just stop it. This is all about big-time control. This is about centralized power in Washington. Leave our appliances alone. Are you serious? You're going to look into our ceiling fans now? What is wrong with these people? I mean, I understand being power-hungry. I understand being control-hungry. But the power and control grab that's going on out of Washington right now. And Jennifer Granholm at the Department of Energy, who is pulling her strings? Didn't she have all sorts of controversy about what she was invested in, what her husband was invested in, and they had to divest it, but they didn't divest it in time? She's still somehow leading the Department of Energy? Somebody who knows nothing about energy. She's the former governor of Michigan, which is known for automotive. And you're out here pushing to get rid of automotive? Or to try to force everybody to make different kinds of cars? I mean, what is wrong with these people? Leave our fans alone. Leave our dishwashers and our dryers alone. Leave our stoves alone. Leave our cars alone. Enough. This is not what freedom and liberty looks like. This is what power and control looks like. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Next hour, Crane News with Kay on a Monday and a whole lot more. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.